You're now listening to the podcast, and I tell you, if you keep listening, we'll pay you. Just call me Sean Miller. That's right, it's Burgers and Brats with your hosts, Braxton Poe and Matt Marks. How are you going to afford to pay our like hundreds of thousands of listeners, man? How does Sean Miller pay uh, DeAndre? Yeah, I mean, maybe some of his NBA salary. He's got a lot of money. Yeah. Though. He is a head coach, right? True. Arizona, you know they pay well, right? They yeah. Have to. Oh yeah, they have to. Like, party school. Who's I gonna, mean, Arizona State's a yeah. party school. Who's gonna go to Arizona and play basketball for free? I don't know. It's just a big one giant party. Yeah. So if they're getting paid for basketball, I want to be paid for gymnastics. Like, I think it's a fair trade. Well, you know it. Yeah, no, it's honestly not. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Multi-million dollar industry in gymnastics right now. Yeah. So about that, let's talk about what's cooking on the grill. And Sean Miller is in very, very hot water. You know, this whole investigation into him and a lot of other coaches in this FBI investigation comes out today. ESPN has an article saying that Sean Miller had paid DeAndre Ayton about $10,000 a month. Now, this was a month? A month. This was a month. Hold up. Hold up. A month. month. This was a month. Oh, my. A phone call between former Arizona assistant coach Emmanuel Richardson and agent Christian Dawkins was played in a jury this morning, and in this phone call, Emmanuel Richardson was heard telling, hey, Sean Miller paying $10,000 a month to DeAndre Aiden. And they were like, oh, you know, the quotes, you know, i got to pull up the quotes, but it's like, you know, them saying, well, Sean's going to get him, you know, he's, why is he doing this? You know, he's putting all this pressure on him. Why is he paying $10,000 a month? It's crazy stuff. Imagine... You're getting paid ten thousand dollars, man. Just in college, playing a sport. Just man, I imagine wish I was it. Paid like, ten thousand dollars. I wish I was getting paid ten thousand dollars. And he's a he had the NBA talent anyway, so he knew he was going to be making millions in a few years. But yeah, just dang, ten thousand dollars a month as a yeah. freshman too. Yeah, and while yeah while he was enrolled in the school, just looking at this article, I thought this quote was interesting. So Christian Dawkins said. There is a need for them to get paid, talking about college athletes. I don't think anything that's been discussed in, in either case is a crime. So, he, you know, he also says they're the only kids in college who can't get paid legally, you know, discussing he needs to get paid. Um, and it's like, really, and going back talking about, about Sean Miller, he says, you know, he's told me he's getting killed, but that's his fault, said the assistant coach. So saying, you know, hey, he's taking it on his own to pay. So Arizona, what are they going to do with Sean Miller? This comes out. This is pretty clear. He's already under an FBI investigation. Is he still going to coach next season? What are they going to do? Probably. I mean, I mean just going to sweep it under the rug until you know something bigger comes out from. Oh, I'm sure they will. You know, whatever. I'm sure they will sweep it under the rug, but he probably shouldn't have a job. But what what would you do with ten thousand dollars, Matt? Like just a freshman in college, you're going to pay ten thousand a month. So what would you do with that? Well, I'd probably buy a lot of food. <laughs> yeah, because like athletes like go starving, right? college kids go starving. And play a lot some of golf. Text. Oh, I, I would, would play, play some golf, definitely too. Definitely a lot of golf, I hands down. Yeah. But $10,000 a month, I mean, this is a revelation right here that, it, I mean, it happens all over. We we hear about it. It happens at schools, you know, there's money under the table. But for this now, you can't continue to coach. No. You can't. I'm just waiting for it to happen to Duke. I don't well. I don't want to see that happen to Duke. I respect. I mean, you Coach know Tate. it's happening. It happens all over. You, you probably know. say it happens at every school in some way. Maybe not not in the magnitude of this, but it happens in some way. There's some benefit under the table. There is. There has to. Yeah. Be. But Duke has got to be far above anyone else. You're getting 
they're they got four all four five stars coming in next year. I mean, Coach K is a legend. He's a legend coach. People want to play for him. He built the reputation. But there's probably yeah. Getting I mean, paid. there may be stuff. I just don't want to see it for Coach K. And if it happens at Duke, I don't want him involved because I don't want his legacy tainted. I respect. Who Coach else K. is he going to involve though? It's well, going to be Coach assistant K. Assistant coaches or, or support staff. I mean, Coach K is going to know about it. You don't know that. Yeah. You never know. You don't know that. You never know. You know. Well, let's hope it's not happening then, if that's the case. But should college athletes get paid when it comes down to this? Should they just start paying them? I think they should. I mean, they do get their college paid for, but I think they deserve a little bit more. They that's can, if they, you're on scholarship. They should, yeah. yeah, if you're on scholarship. They should be allowed to take benefits from other people, I think. Really? Like, you can't take a sandwich from someone if they offer it to you. It's against NCAA rules, so I mean, that should not. It's under lock and key, yeah. yeah. It, but it is it is interesting. But I think if you start paying your athletes, it it will change everything moving forward as you as you progress up your pro, uh, professional ladder. So it'll change what the G League will try to do. It will change the NBA and how they start to do. It's just this chain reaction. So I think if you pay college athletes, it creates a massive problem for the professional level that will will alter everything. But I think there are ways to go about it. And you say, okay, yeah. I mean, a sandwich. Come on, really? Yeah. Or small things like that. That really, in the grand scheme, is it really that big of a deal? That can be toned back, and I think you can change that. But giving them money to say, just to sign them to a contract, say you're going to play for us, we're going to give you money. But doing other things on the side, I think, is okay. Or more scholarships, or yeah. you know, whatever. What if they made it where so Kyler Murray would make like 15 bucks an hour, while the other dude, the fourth string kicker, makes like. 50 cents an hour. Well, that's just stupid. Yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah, that would <laughs> yeah, be but stupid. Like, but, you, you know, said, you, you have said to a co- certain amount. But you do. I, and, I mean, then but if you're not paying your whole team the same way, then it becomes a problem. See, yeah. then it's not a, just a collegiate team. Yeah. You're going professional, and you're all, you know, giving different people contracts, you know. And that's where it gets so fishy and so messed yeah. up. You don't even want to go, I don't think, go in that territory. So, but... Interesting stuff for Arizona now they have to deal with. Yep. So this whole FBI thing is really getting a lot of coaches. Um, okay, so hey, moving on. We had a great weekend last week. We, we saw a lot of football players taken by the NFL. Yep. NFL draft happened. Uh, Braxton, takeaways. What would you think of it? Well, I thought definitely the best pick, the most underrated best pick of the draft, was the Giants at number six. No, I'm just kidding with you guys. That was the worst pick of all time. That me, Matt and I were just sitting on the couch watching. I think both our jaws just dropped. What are you doing, Dave Gettleman? Like, why are you taking that quarterback who wasn't even supposed to go till maybe late second round? He was ranked the seventh best quarterback to most um, analysts by Mel Kiper. But that dude, have you watched any of his tape map? It is. It's not good. No, it's I'm not, not good. Seen it. He his last uh, home game. Home game. He lost seven to fifty three to Wake Forest. Against Baylor last year, one in eleven Baylor, he threw seven interceptions. Like, yeah, hundred yards. Good news, he didn't hit, he didn't give up eight. He didn't throw eight. <laughs> so always look on the bright side, right? He's the Nathan Peterman. He is garbage. Wow. I don't know why wow. this dude will never. He might start a game for the Giants because they might try and put him out there, but he will never start more than three games. I Dude, disagree. I disagree because you're going to get to a point where you cannot play Eli anymore. All right. And he's going to have to play. And he's going to play more than three games. He may surprise people, but this is just like the Giants 
you know, when the Giants have just kind of been treading water for a while now. You've got Eli, who's old, and you got Daniel Jones, who looks just like Eli, so bam. I mean, it's Eli part two. But there are four different quarterbacks way better. There, no, there are more than that way better than well, him. Well, yeah, you had... Dwayne Haskins is right there. Haskins, they like Drew Locke was out there. I mean, uh, yeah. <laughs> I but, mean, pick pick a guy off the smallest team in, in the, you know, in... Any, I, I can't even think of the name, but pick some guy out of the Ivy League but yeah, or something. It was probably a terrible. Better. No, I'm just kidding. Probably like the dude is garbage. He can't play. He can't play, Matt. I don't. He he'll be traded for the next year. I guarantee it. I don't think he'll ever start for a franchise. He'll never be a franchise player. So I gotta ask you, switching real quickly, uh, Drew Locke, How you feeling now? He's going your Broncos. I don't really like it. I mean, you might as well stick with Joe Flacco. We don't need Drew Locke. He, What's John Elway thinking? That whole he trade wants to be, in the first round for another tight end? What in? That was the that was worse <laughs> pick than Drew Locke, honestly. We don't need a tight end, John. We have like 50. No offense. Who, who, drafts, who drafts a tight end in the first round? There are way better positions to get, uh, especially on this team that is garbage. Apparently the Broncos and, uh, yeah, the only tight end taken in the first round. By the Broncos, so nice. All right, all right, so here's some Daniel Jones um, career highlights. These will just blow you out of the water. So lost 58-7 to to Wake Forest in his final final regular season game. Threw two touchdowns and nine interceptions against Virginia. So it was Virginia, not Baylor. But the Baylor game, he threw one interception, zero touchdowns, and had a QB rating of 19 to that 1-11 Baylor team. And then he was the ranked 81st quarterback in the country per yards attempted dude is bad dude is not good i i the giants are just idiots if you're a giants fan you just got to be sick you got to sell your fandom go somewhere else i mean i'm happy with i'm a cowboys fan so i love (laughs) seeing what the giants are doing it's just like you just trying to continue to tread water and not improve that's fine continue to do what you're doing it's great to see yeah, but here, all right, here's some other ones. He started for three years, and he never put up a passer rating better than 131.7, ranking 66th among FBS qualifiers. And then he gained 6.8 yards per throw in 2018, the best of his career, career but 8th in the ACC and 81st in the country. Yeah, so. Dang. Real quick, i got to correct myself. I definitely, when I'm going through the first round, did not see – Detroit also drafted a tight end. Also, the other well, guy. Well, that's Detroit. That's the other stupid. guy. The other guy from Iowa, <laughs> T.J. Hawkinson. So both guys from Iowa, both tight ends going in the first round. So I apologize for missing that. So two tight ends, but Detroit's Broncos. Stupid. Yeah, I know you weren't happy with that. And then talking to our buddy Caleb, who's a Broncos fan, and he was like, "Oh, I hope we don't get Drew Locke." And then they didn't. And then they drafted up. Yeah, and we, then drafted Drew Locke. So it's like, oh, gave man. up, gave up yeah. three picks to draft Drew Locke. Yeah, so. John Elway just trying to stay know, the best quarterback in Broncos history. Yeah, pretty much. Even right? though I think Peyton Manning's better than you, John. Wow, called out. I'm calling called him out because he's a terrible GM. But then, uh, so did you hear about the report that Gettleman said the Broncos and the Redskins said they would want Daniel Jones? Well, yeah, he said that he had inside information that other people were going to take him, so he had to take him. And it's come out that the Broncos clearly did not want him, but we don't really know about the Redskins. We don't, and I'm it, pretty sure everyone says that the Redskins really wanted Dwayne Haskins, so it helped them, you know. So I don't, I don't get that. I don't. Um, but 
you, you think he's going to, I mean, you know he has to hide up his job. Of course. Yeah. If you're a GM, you're not going to say, yeah. you know, otherwise. So you're, you're going to take that back. Like other people wanted him. So mm-hmm. we got him. Make it look good. If Daniel Jones proves to be not good, then, Which he won't be. <laughs> then I we'll guarantee see. it. That's all on the GM right there, and you know he may be out of a job in a few years. So I'll, we'll see. I'll bet my podcasting rights that he won't be a starting or he won't wow. be a franchise quarterback. That is worth a lot, my friend. <laughs> that is worth a lot. Hey, so I want to ask you a question here. Who do you want most to succeed out of the guys that were drafted? Who is that one player you're like? That's the guy I want to see have the best success. Shoot, every OU player. Okay. Kyler, Marquise, Cody Ford, Drew Samia, um, Bobby Evans. I want him to succeed because he left early. Some thought he wouldn't be drafted, but um, Rodney Anderson. That's a good story because what was he fourth round? Matt, you want to talk about that? No, I think yeah. I thought he dropped further than that. I well, I got to look back and see. But um, yeah, Rodney it would be a really good guy. You know, a guy that battled a lot of injuries almost every year. He was at OU. Had some sort of injury from his neck to um, AC play. Yeah, he just, he just uh, really just could never put it all together. But a guy who was tremendous at, he was dedicated and determined to come back on the playing field. So he'll be good. Um, I am excited, too, about Marquise Brown. And that's a guy, you know, I was hoping to go to the Browns, just continue to make Cleveland the second version of Oklahoma. Um, but, you know, Marquise Brown will be fun to watch. So I really hope he has great success because, you know, he'll be with the Ravens. But if he has great success, I'll see him traveling around the league or whatever, you know, and, and hopefully become – I hope he can be as good as his cousin, well, he Antonio needs a, Brown. He needs a quarterback to throw to him. I mean, he's dangerous on those five-yard um, screen passes, but he needs someone that can throw the ball downfield accurately at him. So, I mean, I Hollywood Brown, that dude's fast, but – He's got to have someone that can accurately throw the ball at him. That is true. Um, you know, I'm just looking through these these picks, and I what about good old Trace McSorley? You know where he got drafted? Where, where did he get drafted? He in the sixth round, and he is going to the Baltimore Ravens. <laughs> oh, so, okay, maybe maybe he go. can throw. Maybe he can throw if uh, they don't go with Lamar Jackson. But that would be stupid not to, because Lamar really did a great job. Yeah. But um, you know, I'm still looking here just to find out where. Rodney Anderson got drafted. It was fourth round. Really? Okay. Yeah, to the Bengals. So, and it was – or no, it might have been sixth. Well, I looked at it the was sixth fourth or sixth. Time, so maybe it – yeah, but, I thought it was a little lower than that, but obviously but if I did the not dude, pay attention. If the dude stayed healthy during his collegiate career, then, I mean, a lot of people said he was the best running back in the draft, so he could have definitely been a first or second round pick. Mm-hmm. But it's going to be interesting because he's behind Joe Mixon, who well, he was – top three in the AFC in yards per attempt last year with 13.8. So, that's a good backfield but for Cincy. Yeah, that is. And uh, also, I'm really excited about Austin Cyber. Oh, yeah. You know, Baker and, and Cyber back together now. On, so, that will be good. You know, I, I am just... I can't even find this. You know? I am Can you search the player's today. name? Oh, there is. It was the sixth round. So, sixth obviously, round. I'm just going through all these stats and can't find them. But Bengals, 39th pick in the sixth round. Um, so, that will be good for him. But Talk about a great pick, though. Greedy Williams to the Browns. And what was it? Late second round, I want to say? Or early was, second was, round? I thought it was the first round. No, he wasn't taking first day. I think it might have been second. Yeah, it was the second round. You're right. 
all this blends in. I tell you, I can't even think of days anymore. <laughs> like it all blends in. This is bad. And but having what, all these stats. But what a great pickup for him. Yeah, that will be a good one. Yeah, 14th pick of the second round. Uh, you know, really good pick there. I like how the second round, too, Drew Locke. Just kidding. Um, <laughs> Cody Ford, though, going to Bills. That's a great pickup. I thought he'd go first round. Yeah, he dropped. Yeah, but he, he did drop some. Um, so that that will be good. And but, I'm happy the Cowboys got Tristan Hill from uh, UCF. Yeah. Defensive tackle. Be good for them. So, But DK Metcalf also dropped. Yeah. I mean, he wasn't even the best receiver on his team, and they were hyping it up. But as, he's big. Yeah, he's dude. so big. He's got muscles. He's got an eight-pack. Oh, he's first-round talent. No, that's not how that works. So you're just saying that you can't be that big and not be first-round talent. No. Dang. He wasn't even the best receiver on his team. Yeah. He had, like, he didn't even have that good of a career at Ole Miss. But he's huge. Yeah, he's huge. You know? I mean, I wish I was that big, but... And making millions in the NFL, but... Playing with Russell Wilson now. Yeah, ooh. So... I'll be dangerous. 12th man. 12th man. I hate Seattle. Really? Be my Broncos in the Super Bowl. Oh, it hurts, doesn't it? It still hurts. Well... When was your last Super Bowl, man? Before I was born? <laughs> I think, or the year I was born. What was it, 95? Yeah. Wow. I was so young. Okay, so, moving on now. What's been going on these last couple of weeks... NBA playoffs. I feel like we haven't talked about it enough on every episode. I know because that's the only thing that's going on. It is, and it's been really exciting. Like, I mean, really exciting. All these three-one games sweeps. Yeah, one. I love it. Beautiful. Two-zero. Yeah. We've got two. We've got one series that's tied. Uh, Boston and Milwaukee clamped down on Boston last night. One twenty-three. One hundred two. A uh, Bucks used a thirty-nine eighteen third quarter. To really put that game away. So, um, but they're going back to Boston for Game Three and Four. Boston. So, uh, I, I think Celtics. I think Celtics can still take this series because they started out. They got that one win they needed, and I don't think they'll have another game like they did in yeah, Game Two. They only needed one win on the road. They that's yeah. all they wanted. That's all they needed. Now they're back home. They won um, road games. So. Uh, they're, they're right where they want to be. Yeah, you know, it's remarkable. The Celtics, 49-33 and 33 on their season record, 21-20 and 20 on the road. So very even 500 teams. So they know they've got those road games are so precious, and they got to split them. And they did what they needed to do. And then they're, you know, good at home. So they'll take care of business um, there. The other game last night, Warriors and Rockets. Now, Warriors have taken a 2 nothing lead. This series is done? Question mark? What are you thinking? We'll see how the game goes. They don't play till Saturday, so yeah, we'll see how it goes Saturday. But that, why is it? That's such a long layover. That's terrible. I don't like how it move. Like all the schedule is really this spaced out um, because you've got one game tonight, and that is going to be your Nuggets taking on Portland tomorrow. Raptors seventy sixers. Wow, that's not even on tonight. Friday. Will be Bucks Celtics again and Nuggets. Yeah, the Nuggets uh, are getting a break. So there's two games. The Nuggets are going to play two games before we get to see the Warriors Rockets again. Um, and of course, I mean, you look at it and you go, okay, it's you know, it's only a one game lead. There's only one game that's been played, and the Nuggets took care of that in a close game. So, but it's interesting though how it's very very spaced out. 
And I guess you know you gotta have a game on every night, right? Yep. Can't leave people hanging. Oh, but but did you watch the Rockets Warriors game? Have you watched both the games? I so saw far? the ending. I turned on like the last ten seconds of the game last night. There, the Warriors were up by eight. Then I looked over again, and somehow it was like a four point game. But yeah. then KD hit his free throws and iced it. Yeah, the Warriors will go up by double digits third quarter, and then you're just thinking, ah, oh, it's over. Then all of a sudden the Rockets come back, get it to within three, four. This is both games, and they Warriors just find a way to win within the final two minutes. Yeah, Rockets cut it down to four with like four seconds left, but too late at that time. But man, I hate Draymond Green. Dude just goes after everyone. The Warriors are the luckiest dynasty ever. Man, so they injure Kyrie Irving. Kyrie Irving gets injured the first finals. Uh, who gets Kawhi Leonard goes out the next time they play next year. Then what happened last year? Who got hurt? I don't know. CP3. Yeah. CP3 gets hurt against the Warriors in the conference finals. Uh, Rockets should have won that series. And then Draymond goes after Harden tonight, last night with the eyes. And we saw he did that against LeBron last year in the finals, too. So I'm looking at these stats from last night's game. Um, Clint Capella fouled out. so He, he hasn't got, done anything this series. Well, he had 14 last night and 10 rebounds. Those so. are the quietest 14-10 I've ever heard. Yeah. Um, so he fouled out. But 17 turnovers by the Rockets compared to the 12 that the Warriors had. Um, yeah, you just can't do that. And in fact, it's interesting looking at this. Rockets were 42% on threes. They're, you know, they, they live and die by the three just like the Warriors. The Warriors were only at 30%. And they still got this win. That's that's rare. That's thirty percent is not great for the Warriors. In fact, Curry was three for thirteen on threes, so he was not really a big factor. I mean, he had twenty points, but it was Kevin Durant's twenty nine that carried this team and those big free throws down the stretch uh, really carried this Warriors team. I think this series is over. I think it's done. Uh, there's no way the Warriors are going to blow a two nothing lead. Yeah, we got to get to three one. All right, exactly. Houston, you hear that? We got to get it to three one. Then it's comeback time. All right. If Houston goes back to Houston and wins both games at home and ties this up, that's what that's the what they they have to do that. If Warriors split, I mean it's over. Houston has to sweep at home, but I don't see that happening. This Warriors team is too good. Curry and Steph, Steph Curry and Steph Curry and Clay and Kevin Durant cannot be beat unless you take one of them I mean you have to shut them out of the game or they have to be out with some little ankle injury or something. We almost got Curry out last night. Yeah. See that finger? But yeah, I it's going to be impossible to beat Golden State four out of the next five times. It's going to be hard. Yeah. But I think I think I think it's pretty much done. So you know, Which just sucks. We waited all year for this and then Harding gets injured last night, goes out for a quarter. Austin Rivers carried the team for a little bit. And then the referees in game one was just awful. Cost Houston 12 points at the free throw line, which I'm sure they would have made them all because they're a really good free throw shooting team. But I, I guess just crown the Warriors champions again. Yeah. Come back next year when KD's gone. Well, you know, I said at the beginning of this, before the season started, I said, hey, the Celtics can win it all. And then I was kind of changing my mind saying it's probably going to be the Warriors. But I still want to see the Celtics-Warriors matchup in the finals. And if the Celtics can get past the Bucks, I think they can get past it. Well, and we saw that Celtics team game one versus Milwaukee, but where, where did they go yesterday? Like, 
how do you? And that's been their how season. Do you switch that their mind? season's been so wishy-washy, back and forth. There's no consistency with this team, which is shocking because they were so good last year and almost got to the finals. But LeBron was in their way. Yep, the goat. And LeBron's sitting at home. Hey, still, still better the year than KD and Kawhi. Mm. On a down year. Mm. Mm. Wow. So about my Nuggets, Matt. Are they going to win tonight? Uh, yeah, they probably will. They'll probably get a two nothing lead. But unless Dame Lillard gets really hot and hits I those mean, deep threes again and just yes, but terrorizes. he dropped forty. He dropped thirty nine yesterday or two days ago. They still won by double digits. CJ McCollum had thirteen or so. Well, it's it's those two guys that have carried you know they carry the team. You look at the rest of their bench and you're not going to get anybody close to that production. You know, it'd be cool to see Ennis Canner step up. Yeah, but he's really got that good. separated shoulder still. He yeah. still dropped twenty something. But Jokic, man, that dude needs to be in the MVP conversation. Dude just dude is amazing. Dude is so he's, good. He's very underrated. Very Super. underrated. Um he won't be in the conversation this year. Mm-hmm. But, you know, what he does in this playoffs carrying into next yep. year and he'll get in that conversation early on. But, you know, when you've got Giannis and you've got James Harden and those the big the guys that really established themselves and they're all over the media. It's hard to put your name in a conversation. Yeah, because Jokic, Jokic is very want to quiet be. and yeah, he's very behind the scenes in a way. But he's quietly been leading this Nuggets team to you know back to the playoffs and you know they haven't been in this spot in a long time. No, you know? like even in, in the losses versus San Antonio, he dropped forty points. He dropped forty three in that big loss, but the dude can pass. The dude can shoot. He has the most assists in the um, playoffs right now, behind or Russell Westbrook's second, but he's no longer in it. But yeah, dude is so underrated. Dude is amazing. He's 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 one of the best big men. He's the top three best big men in the league for sure. Mm -hmm. Maybe number one. But we'll see what happens. See what the future holds. I mean, if I think they'll they can definitely win tonight, pretty big, but. I, I hope this team can get to the finals. Watching this young Denver team, getting them to the finals this year, how young they are, imagine next year. They're just going to sweep through. They're going to have the year under their belt, going to the finals. Even going this far as this young team is going to help a lot. Going to a Game 7 versus the Spurs and Popovich, that's going to help a lot in the future. So I'm excited for this young Nuggets core. Speaking of Pop, he just signed a three-year extension, yeah, so he's still it. staying with the Spurs. Even though he said once... Tim Duncan retires, he's gone too. Yeah, he just can't give it up yet. Nope. Not yet. Dude's too good. Don't leave, Pop. Don't leave. Well, speaking of too good, let's switch it to MLB real quick. And CeCe Sabathia made some history last night. He is the third lefty and 17th pitcher in Major League history to strike out 3,000 batters. What do you think about that? You're a Yankees fan. I love CeCe Sabathia, man. I love him. This is his final year, too. Oh, I love CC Sabathia. I've seen him pitch a few times at some games. Dude's one of my favorite pitchers of all time for sure. It's very good. I'm just looking on this ESPN article. It talks about some notable strikeouts in his career. He got his 1,000th strikeout against Ichiro all the way back in 2007. Wow. So that was when he got his 1,000th. And then in 2011 against Torrey Hunter, he got his 2,000th. And he got his 3,000th last night against... Who was it? It was catcher John Ryan Murphy of the Arizona Diamondbacks. You are the victim. <laughs> so if you're up to batting at CC and you know it's about to be his 3,000th career strikeout, it could be. Are you striking out? 
Well, you don't want. Do you really ever want to strike out? Yeah, but it's gonna. Your name's gonna be there forever. As well, the I don't 3000s. think. I don't think a player goes in. I I don't even know if anybody really on the Diamondbacks knew that stat. Yeah. You know, maybe they did. But I'm sure. Think, I'm sure they did. But I don't think you go into that like, okay, well, I'm, I'm sure everyone trying to alter what I do. You just, I mean, of course, you never go up wanting to strike out, so you want to get a hit. And you, but if you did know that stat, you're hoping. I hope it's not me. Please, don't let it be me. But yeah, there's nothing intentional. Nothing changes in the mindset. I don't think, especially, especially for something like that. Um. So yeah, and, and real quick, you know, we'll talk more about this because baseball season. It's eternity. It's an eternity. We got a long way to go. But just the update on the standings in the East: Tampa Bay still leading the division. Central, it's the Twins. The West, it's the Astros. And the National League: the Phillies, the Cardinals, and the Dodgers. And right now, the best team in baseball. If you're looking stat-wise, you're looking at the Dodgers, who are 20 and 12. 20 and 12, not a bad start for them. And uh, they have been killing it at home. 12 and 4 record. Hey, so how about that contract for Mike Trout and Bryce Harper? How's that paying off? Well, uh, just like we thought, Angels are still struggling, 13-17. Yep. And, and the Phillies are have gone, well, they lost their last game. They're 5-5 five and five in their last 10. But uh, it's kind of been, Phillies have been up there, Braves have been up there, Mets have been up there. Um, everyone but the Marlins. Marlins are 8-21. They're not going anywhere. I don't see in the long-time future if they're gonna, when they're going to go anywhere. So, yeah. Not looking bad, but Phillies have not. I mean, as long as as the Red Sox suck and the Yankees are doing good, that's all you care about. That's all that matters. Well, the Red Sox are still three games under five hundred, even on a three-game winning streak. They're still under five hundred. Good. So, all right, Burger and Brat time. Burger and Brat. Who would you share with? Going with the Kentucky Derby. All the horses competing this weekend. Kentucky Derby on Sunday. I'm going with the horse. Named Game Winner, second best odds at five to one. So bring it home, Game Winner. I'll share a burger and brawl with you if you win. I have a horse in the Kentucky Derby. Really? His name's Burgers. <laughs> but he didn't make the cut, so I'm so just. Gonna, I'm so just he's gonna, not. Well, I'm gonna bring him there and oh, just okay. see if I can line him up and say go. And then when I get pulled out and arrested for <laughs> getting out down there, I mean, then just yeah, I'm just gonna say. But I tried to get him in, no one. Where's the sign-up table? I try to yeah. si- I try to walk in and sign them up, and there was no sign-up table. So probably would look weird though if, if I'm out there because I'd be just probably wearing a t-shirt and shorts, <laughs> and everyone else is wearing those fancy hats and those really dressed-up suits. Yeah, I probably would stick out like a sore thumb, pretty much, right? Yeah, yeah, you would. Yeah, I would, right? Hey, my burger and brat is with the NBA refs because they have been in the news lately. Um, and you know what? I'll give them burger and brat. I'll sub in for them. I'll go ref a game. They can go eat a burger and brat on me. How about that? It better be a burned um, burger and brat because they don't deserve that. They don't deserve it, do they? They don't deserve it. Burn it. Burn it? Yeah. Really charred meat. Charred, yep. No fries Old for meat. them. No, no fries. No fries. No fries. No condiments. Lettuce. Wow. Not just a plain burger. Yep. Sounds awful. Charred, too. Charred. Very charred. <laughs> that sounds really awful. <laughs> they deserve it. Yeah, because they've been awful, right? Yep. Yep. Mm. Dang. Well, I hope they better be good tonight with my Nuggets playing. Y'all hearing this? All right. They're listening currently, right now. <laughs> right before the game, they're like, we got to listen to Burgers and Brats. And on, they got to check out our Twitter. Yeah, Twitter. At Burgers Brats. At Burgers Brats. Spotify, Burgers Brats. It's, burgers all, Brats. it's all Burgers Brats. That's right. That's all you got to know. Burgers Brats. Well, speaking of that, I may have to go get a Burgers Brats. Well. I'll go, I'll go down. Oh, you got class. Yeah, I can't tonight, but soon. 
I'll need a something to eat. I'll have one for you tonight. Well, thank you. Burgers brats. That's right. Well, good episode. Good, yeah, good talk. Good. good talk. It was good. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Well, Braxton, I'll catch you soon. And all our listeners, remember, don't be like the NBA refs. Nope. Just get some good burgers brats. Get, have good eyesight. You know? Yeah. Yeah. All, <laughs> all right. right. Well, hey, that was a good episode. All right. Well, for Matt and I, thanks for listening. Follow us on Spotify and Twitter at Burgers Brats. <laughs>